Go home. Go home. Go home. Hi guys, and welcome to episode 56 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedore, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakra. Brian? Yes, sir. How you doing today? I'm doing swell. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. First try. Mm-hmm. Brian, this episode is going to sound real different yes. for one reason and one reason only. I forgot all the microphones. Mm. Uh, forgot the microphone at work. Forgot the other microphone at work. Forgot... Dad's microphone. All the microphones. I forgot the one at my old house because I moved into a new house. But don't worry. Yeah. You had that one microphone. I did. That I, you don't th- have That the I cable. don't have the cable for. So I had a microphone. Don't have the cable for that microphone. So now we're recording on a laptop microphone. Yeah, and, coming in hot. And you know how it's good? You know how I know it's good? Is because I'm going to adjust it and turn it up a little bit on the fly. Perfect. <laughs> Now you're hearing a slightly louder podcast the way it's meant to be heard. What a... Slightly louder. Slightly. Just a smidgen. Brian, how's your wrestling week been? Eventful. Eventful. Very eventful. What has been so eventful about your wrestling oh week? Oh my god, there was Lucha Underground, uh-huh. there was NXT, the, uh-huh. the one right before uh, WrestleMania 31. Yeah, there, e- even though it was after WrestleMania I, 31. Which was stupid. That bothered the hell out of I'm me. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Yeah, man, it bothered me. Um, I, we also got together a couple days ago and we watched a little bit of... Uh, of PWG. Well, we watched that last week. That was a week ago, and we uh, talked about it, I think. No, no. Didn't we watch some on Monday night? Did we? Yeah, we watched the new one that just came out. Nope. What's the new one called? We haven't watched the new one at all. Uh, we, wa- we watched three quarters of that, of, like, the newest one, and we talked about that last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we watched the preview that's, for the new one. That's what I get for drinking beers. Yep. Uh, well, the, we the, did watch... Um, the, the preview for the newest PWG show mm-hmm. is insane, mm-hmm. and you go... How do they possibly top what they did last time? And then uh, they do reverse Ranas on the apron, and you go, please don't die. Yeah. Uh, what we did actually watch, and I know for sure we watched this, uh-huh. was uh, uh, NJPW Pro Wrestling from Japan, uh-huh. the new one. Um, What's it called? Uh, What's the new one called, Brian? The new the Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh-huh. Uh, the new Japan Pro uh, Wrestling. What's the name of the event? I sometimes, you know, it slips my mind, uh, you know. I forget. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. We watched it, though. Invasion Attack. Uh, invasion it, Attack. There it, were... was, it was really good. I haven't watched the main yet, yeah. but that's the last thing we have to watch. Uh, the rest of the show is really, really good. Uh, we started... I had, I had watched a lot of, like, the first, you know, kind of segment and everything, and I brought Brian in just in time to see uh, the Young Bucks def- defend uh, their tag team titles against uh, a new a newly formed team mm-hmm. of uh, Rapongi, oh, Rapongi Knights, Rapongi Vice. Do you love Rapongi Vice? I do. Hey, I fucking told you you're not going to be able to stop thinking about that song all day. Rocky Romero raps <laughs> his own theme song <laughs> for this tag team, where it's it's him and Trent Beretta mm-hmm. or Trent. Or Beretta, whatever you're... I think it's Beretta in Japan. It, it is Beretta in Japan, but it's Trent here. Oh, with a question mark? Yep. I didn't know that. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, him, it's so it's Trent, or Beretta, whatever. Trent Beretta. And Rocky Romero, mm-hmm. they're a tag team called Rapongi Vice. If you don't know, Rapongi is a, is a place in Japan. I don't know if it's supposed to be like the Miami of Japan. I don't know. I don't. But uh, it doesn't matter. They came out, they had Rapongi, Rapongi Vice stuff all over their gear. I and, loved it. And they also had uh, a theme song where uh, Rocky Romero kept rapping about Rapongi Knights and Rapongi Vice. And I said, Brian, you're not going to be able to stop thinking about this. And he was right. Brian, have you been able to stop thinking about no, it? No, I texted you halfway through the day. Is Rapongi Nice? <laughs> we have been talking about Rapongi Vice in what an awesome match. Oh, dude. How good, how good was that match? Fucking insane. Rocky Romero is one of the most underrated wrestlers in the world today. But we knew that years ago because we used to watch him in PWG with mm-hmm. Ricky Reyes, mm-hmm. who's in the crew in Lucha Underground. Havana Pitbull. Hell yeah, dude. They, they were the shit. They were. Um, it, It's cool to see him still going because, mm-hmm. I, and Brian said this while we were watching this match, uh, when he decides to retire and open a wrestling school, it's gonna be the best fucking wrestling oh, school absolutely. in the world. That guy, that guy is like wrestling. Yep. I mean, he's been doing it for twenty years. He's like thirty. 
It's awesome. He th- this is his life. This is what he does. He knows how to how to sell a gimmick. He knows how to how to move in the ring. Like if you haven't watched Invasion Attack yet, just it, you have to go watch it. it. It's a lot of fun. It's a cool match. It's a great match. Young Bucks and Rapongi Vice. They have a uh, they have a lot of cool sequences. You, you've never seen people say "suck it" so many times oh in a match. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Rocky Romero has a sequence called the Forever Clothesline where he gets you in the corner mm-hmm. and he goes forever, and then he clotheslines you and backs out forever, and he does that a bunch. Uh, Matt Jackson, I think, mm-hmm. uh, clotheslines him. Suck it, 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 suck it. Clotheslines him, backs out. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. It is so ridiculous. At one point, Nick Jackson, <laughs> I think, has uh, Trent in the uh, in the ropes, and the ref starts counting one, two, three, and mm-hmm. Nick lets go, and then goes up to the ref and go- and s- tells him to suck it one, two, three times. Hey, I don't. Awesome. It's fucking great. It, like, Rapongi Vice had a great in, intro to the ring. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's a that's a pretty good, like, entrance. They're coming in. They're like, they look good. Rocky Romero, yep. Trent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then you immediately forget about... I, that. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm like, man, you like that entrance? And Brian's like, yeah, that was cool. And I went, yeah, wait until the Young Bucks come in because you just forget that they, like, that there's another team in the ring. Jesus Christ, they're so good. ProWrestlingTees.com slash the Young Bucks on the back of the jacket made out of money. That's so fucking funny. They're awesome. There are people who don't like the Young Bucks. Really? Yeah. Why? Because they're too bad? I don't know. Like, I, I, I love it. I thought one of the funniest moments in that match, uh, and we'll move on from this match here in a second, but it was just really good. Was uh, Beretta knocking down? I think Nick Jackson. Yeah, and then going over to the corner of Matt Jackson and going suck it. And Matt goes to get in the ring and trips on the middle rope. Oh my and god! Face plants, and it's just such. They've done it before. I've seen some clips of them like doing that little spot. Yeah, I think that spot is so funny, and it. I, I mean, that puts them over so big for me. I oh, love yeah. that. Humor in wrestling is so underappreciated, and when you have genuine humor in wrestling, it's great. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of humor in wrestling, Kenny Omega also wrestled a match Man. against who? Uh, he wrestled a match? I don't remember the name of the person. It, it was uh, Mascarado Dorado. Oh, Mascarito Dorito. <laughs> Brian kept calling Mascarado Dorado, Mascarito Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Mascarito Dorito. Uh, you guys can check him out. Uh, let him know. Like a hood slam <laughs> it does sound like a hood slam character. Uh, really cool match. And yeah. Brian kept saying how cool he thought Kenny Omega looked yeah. and how great he fucking was. And Brian's like, this is what I want to look like. This is what I want to be. Yeah. And, I, and I went, I don't get it. Cause I look at him and I think he looks kind of like, he doesn't look cool. No, he looks so cool. No, he doesn't. Eric, and, he and does then, like a pose. Nope. I, I figured it out and I tweeted it. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega is anime. He is. Brian loves it. Because it's like watching Sephiroth. It is. It's great. I fucking love it. It's all the pageantry, and that is exactly what I love about wrestling. Mm-hmm. I've always been a big fan of wrestling more so because of the pageantry and the coolness of them. Yeah. Like, when The Rock would come down and just be cool, like, like you know, look down, bring down the eyeglasses, lift the eyebrow, and, like, address the camera, mm-hmm. I always thought that. Like, if somebody did that in real life, you'd be like... What are you doing? But in wrestling, it's so much bigger, and it just, it's okay, uh-huh. and I fucking love it. And you, the, the New Japan equivalent is Kenny Omega wearing a trench coat and gloves. Yep, and making badass poses in the ring. Jesus Christ. He's gonna shoot you. And Brian loves it. It's, Brian loves him so, so much. It's so good. Yep. Uh, Nakamura's in a six-man tag. That's a good match. That's a really Okada good match. Okada and Bad Luck Fale is a good match. Yeah. Um, there's a six-man tag with uh, some more Bullet Club. Uh, with that uh, goddamn Tamatanga. Goddamn Tamatanga. Uh, I thought he had a really good showing. The more I see him, the more I really like yeah. him. I always like Tamatanga. And uh, I like I like when he does like Hanma's like, headbutt taunt and mm-hmm. then goes for Hanma's headbutt and misses. And then Hanma hits the headbutt and then hits the headbutt on, on Cody Hall. It's just... Hanma's a lot of fun to watch because he's so kind of like goofy. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was a cool event. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Um, it was a lot of fun. But other than that, Brian, anything else going on in your wrestling week that uh, that you need to point out? Oh, I just I just am really excited to talk about Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want to get to Lucha Underground let's, now? Yeah, let's go to Lucha Underground. Bri- Brian couldn't fucking wait. I Jesus can't th- Christ! I can't think of anything else. Did you want to talk about? Anything? No, no, no. It's it's legitimately the best wrestling show on TV. Yeah, I mean, I would love to sit here and talk about uh, New Japan for mm-hmm. you know an hour, uh-huh. but holy shit, this last week's Lucha Underground was so much fun for me. Uh- um, I kinda, I kinda have, I have a lot of, uh, 
a lot of praise for Lucha Underground this week, and I actually have some negativity for oh. NXT. For NXT. Oh. And we'll we'll get to that. So sorry, that was a tease. That's mm. what they call the hook. Mm. It brings you back. Uh, on that, you can't deny. The hook brings you back. So classic rock song. I don't know the words. No, it's from Blues Traveler. Uh. You guys like hashtag Blues Traveler. Hey guys, tweet at Big Show, hashtag Blues Traveler. If you guys tweeted at Big Show, I hope show, hashtag I hope show last week, thank you so much. Thank you. That that had us cracking up all week long. Oh, absolutely. He's been in Europe, and all we could think is him looking at his phone going, what is this? Stop it. Yo, hey, you, you want a second hook? I got some more for you this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm very excited. Uh, so Lucha Underground, Dario Cueto. Uh, cuts a promo at the beginning he, with uh, Puma and Conan. He says that Puma uh, should be vying for the trios tournament t- title tournament titles. Yep, because because uh, he wants it to be as important as the main title. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought that was super fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he says, find two partners because you're gonna have uh, a match tonight against King Cuerno and two partners. And who Damn. who will they be now? Uh, who will they be now? And then we'll find out later. Yes, we will. It was man that that to me is what makes that uh, that show and that promotion so cool. Mm-hmm. Dario Cuerto is the best. Like I love that you keep putting an R in his name, like it's not Dario Cueto. I know I keep doing it. Dario Cueto <laughs> uh-huh. is one of the best, like general managers or like you know presidents, whatever. Well, he's, a, he's a good actor. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he he can act. Yeah, and I love that there are always matches, like there are tonight, where mm-hmm. he books them, even though their two faces are two people who wouldn't normally, in huge quotes, normally wrestle each other, yep. they're wrestling because he's put a stipulation on it. Yep. That makes it, oh, well, we can't not fight each other. Yep. So, that takes us into... Uh, the first King of Fighters match of the night. Yes. Uh, Son of Havoc, and Helico and Ivelisse, who are awesome, and uh, my pick to win this whole tournament. Me too. The, the, they are so... Like, uh, they're so, like, exactly what I want in a team mm-hmm. because they don't like each other. It's, like, they're, like, a thrown... It's, like, the oh, it's, it's, it's like, Blue Mary and Ramon and uh, Yamazaki, and that's the King of Fighters team. And you just go, oh... I'm pretty sure that was one, It too. was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, oh, okay, I guess we just kind of threw some... Okay, well, I guess they make sense. Yeah, they're all villains. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just that, and I think they fit, and against... Drago, Aerostar, and Phoenix. Um, the only one who didn't fit here was Phoenix. I thought Drago and Aerostar were cool. Yeah. I didn't need to see Phoenix again. He nope. could have he could have been gone for a little bit longer. Uh, but that's just me. What I, do I know? Yeah, I think that's to do to push more the Phoenix Drago. The yeah, feud. the Aerostar Drago. Feud. Oh, I'm sorry, Aerostar yeah. Drago. Sorry. Um so there's a standing double stomp by Phoenix uh right off the bat. Yeah. Like Jesus. to start the match. I thought that was great. I like that all the tags in this match were like blind tags. Yeah, me too. There were like no regular tags, which is yep, really uh, cool story. Drago hits a springboard DDT that uh, Angelico just gets killed by. Oh my god! I think he dies. I, yeah. it, it like holy fucking shit. Angelico can sell, man. Yep. Um, there's a crazy top rope splash that like uh, Aerostar hurts his leg on or something. He he climbs on Phoenix's shoulders and like they stand on the top rope and then die. Hey guys, you don't know. We don't. You don't have to kill each other. Jeez. We can just we can dial it back a little bit. Yeah, it was really scary. We're, we're all right. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And then uh, Drago and Aerostar start to bicker a little bit, mm-hmm. and you can see that that's going to come into play in this match. And, and and I liked that. Me too. A lot. I thought that was really cool. Uh, what keep there's like look like lots and lots and lots of blind tags in this match. Aerostar dives to the outside but lands on Drago, which mm-hmm. I, I thought again was a very cool like oh they're back and forth type thing. Again, there's like a lot of minor storytelling in a major storytelling match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, I, I like that a lot. Um, Evilise takes control and hits a fucking sick DDT. Yeah, I thought she looked really good in this match. Um, and then everyone steals her dives. From the top. That like, was ev- so funny. Everyone just keeps cutting her off. She keeps going and going and going, and everyone's taking her dives and taking her dives, and she just gets frustrated and so then finally funny. goes for a Tope Con Hilo. Um, and I, I really liked that. I thought that was really mm-hmm. cool. Everyone is just diving on everyone, and I had so much fun watching this match. Me too. I thought this. I thought they gave this match a lot of time, but there was so much happening in the match that it deserved the time that it got. Exactly. It, it was really well uh, mm-hmm. played out and really uh, well written. Mm-hmm. Havoc's in the ring. He goes to tag Ivelisse. He's like, oh, he's going to be like the first one to like actually make a fucking real tag. Yeah. And then Ivelisse walks out on him. 
Ooh, boo. But then it doesn't matter because Drago and Aerostar get into it, and then uh, Son of Havoc hits a shooting star press. Yeah. So Ivalice and Helico and, Ch- and Son of Havoc go on to the next round of King of Fighters. Right on. Whoa, who's going to face Chrysalid? I don't know. Oh my god! Uh, any, any other notes from that match? I, I really enjoyed there was like a running shooting star yeah. uh, from Son of Havoc early in the match that mm-hmm. I thought was really fucking cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you mentioned it last week how Son of Havoc was sort of like a generic character that he took and just like made legitimate. I think the and, crowd just... I think the crowd likes who they like mm-hmm. and if you get over there... You got over there. Like, mm-hmm. that's all there really is to it. And and I, I like that they run with it and they listen to the crowd. Um, that I mean, that's an easy knock on WWE right now going, like, they don't listen to the crowd. But um, I, I can tell that Lucha Underground does, and they work quick to, like, adjust for that on the fly. Yeah. And, you know, when you're only filming a few shows a month or whatever, mm-hmm. and you have, like, so many built up, who knows if, like, that momentum's going to stay. But I think they do a really good job of keeping the momentum on characters who need it. And um, move through it and everything. So yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Any other notes from that? They they just continued to book matches that I didn't know I wanted to see. Yep, yeah. I agree. I, I agree. It, uh, these, this trios tournament thing is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know that a six-man was going to come up between all these guys, and it was a lot of fun. It was really fun. It reminds me of New Japan, where everything's like a tag match. Yeah. You know? Which I don't mind. No. No, this is a lot of fun. So I, I, I really like Lucha Underground. If you guys haven't been watching it, please check out. Because we'll keep talking about it. Yeah, uh, it's great. Uh, Puma, backstage promo. Conan says, Odele, Ariba Larasa. He's about it, about it, and rowdy, it, rowdy. It. Uh, that's, I'm trying to think, remember all Conan's WCW lines. Odele, Ariba Larasa, Viva Larasa. Yo, uh, NWO is back. God damn it. Conan, you're very old. And I don't remember all the things he used to say. You Sorry. Know you're listening. Conan, we know you're listening. Please don't hit us with your crazy cane. Please don't. Please, hey, Odele. Oh. Come on. Conan, don't hit me. I'm part of La Raza. Viva La Raza. Come on. Me and uh, Brian's not. I'm part of La Raza. Yeah. Brian wishes. Brian wishes he was part of La Raza. I see how I say it. Mm-hmm. Say La Raza. Yeah. Say it like me. La Raza. La Raza. No, la Raza. La Raza. It's, it's almost like Ra Raza. Ah. Yeah. So you have to say it. That's that's how that's how we say it. Yeah, us. That's how. That's Qu- how we uh, say quarter. It. Bad quarter. No. <laughs> uh, so Conan says that Hernandez, uh, he's gonna run with uh, Puma. It's me and Puma's team. What then, up? And then Johnny Mundo comes in, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna be on your team too." And then they have like the dopest high fives. Like they high five three times, like some predator shit. Yeah. And hey. That was fucking awesome. It was like, it was like grab the arm, like high five, fist pound, uh-huh. and it it just looked like he's going, Dylan, you son of a bitch, like flex. You like that, but you don't like Kenny Omega's. Intro? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah, here's the difference. No, you like you like anime. I like '80s action movies. That's they're different. That's Ryan. what anime is. <laughs> they're different. <laughs> 80s they're different. Movies. You don't know. Uh, uh-huh. So, Conan's not happy about uh, Mundo joining the team, but you know what? I'm not happy about Hernandez joining the team either. So, here we are. Uh, Superfly against Sexy Star. Uh, Sexy Star saved Superfly last week, so we're going to see her and him face off for some reason. And Dario Kato comes out, and he says he wants no mercy and makes it a mask versus mask match. Holy shit. Whoa. Why would you do such a thing? It's, that, to me, shows you how serious they are about... Which the, underground. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, cool sequences to start the match. It's a little slow and a little quiet from the crowd, but um, it's not bad. No, y- you know what I mean. I-, I thought I thought it was good, and I thought it was paced kind of like slow at the beginning and ramped and ramped and ramped and, and got exactly. to a point where it was like, "How's this match going to end?" I don't really know. Like, I really didn't know what to feel throughout the whole match. Yeah, me neither. I didn't want any. I didn't want either person to lose their mask. And I think that's why the the crowd was so quiet because yep. they put a weight on the match that like. I mean, um, this it, is... it would make sense if it was a face versus heel thing, but it was face versus face, and you didn't, you don't know Superfly, so you knew he was going to lose his mask, but yeah. like, you didn't want to see him lose his mask. Exactly, and know? that's what, and that's what I was saying earlier about like Koito does a really good job of making matches matter that mm-hmm. don't their faces. Yeah, and now you don't want either of them to lose, so you're emotionally invested yep. in the match. Yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah, uh, sexy stars flying all over the place. I thought that was really cool. This is a slower match with like a lot of bigger hits. Yeah, where everything feels like, oh, is that going to be the end? Oh, is that going to be the end? I thought that was really cool. It was. Uh, it was booked pretty well. Superfly ends up missing a moonsault and then gets rolled up in a Mikey Store cradle. Um, and then he has to take his mask off. 
But that's not the tradition. The tradition is you have the other person take your mask off. Sexy Star doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it. She doesn't no. want to do it. But he tells her to. And she does it. She lives up to the code of honor of Lucha Underground. She unmasks Superfly. They hug it then, out. Then Pentagon Jr. And Superfly's not a bad looking guy. No. May, hopefully he has like a little bit of a future there. Yeah. I, I would like to see him in like a trios team that like actually does something. And yeah. yeah. I think he would work somewhere. Um, Pentagon Jr. jumps them both. Holy shit. He tosses Sexy Star out of the ring. He package pile drives Superfly and then breaks his arm. Does like the arm break thing yeah. or whatever. I thought that was really cool. Me too. It's like, hey, Sexy Star and Pentagon Jr. is going to be like a thing. I'm into that. Yep, me too. Holy shit. Yep, really fun. Really interesting. I'm really excited. Me too. And then we get to our main event. Puma, who's wearing a cat, versus uh, uh, King Cuerno, who's wearing a deer. Uh, Puma comes out with Hernandez and Mundo, but then Cuerno, who we're told earlier he's going to come out with his tag team partners, comes out with no one. And then we wait, and then we wait. Oh, here they come. Oh, shit. It's Cage and Tejano. Fuck. That's, hey, all three of the biggest heels yep. on one team. That's fucking That's nuts. so cool. You know what I was thinking about during this match mm-hmm. is who don't we, who, who haven't we seen on a trios team? And like, who you know, who do you want to see who hasn't been on a team? Like, who's not around? Mil Mascaras. I'm sorry. Uh, Mil Muertes. Oh, that's right. It's because he's ta- you know he's like out right now, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's excellent writing mm-hmm. because he doesn't need to be in a trios team. He doesn't need to be involved in that. He's no. a singles guy. Yeah, all the way. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yep, that's that's a really good so, observation. So Mil-, Mil Muertes nowhere to be found. Nope. Uh, so now you have uh, the the true heels team. You know this is this is Iori mature advice, man. Wow. This is this is a scary this is a scary so which team. One's Iori? Uh oh, uh, King Corner. Okay, yeah. And so the other two are his secretaries. Well, what am, what, what am I supposed to do? What am, like what kind of team? Then what team is this, Brian? What is this fucking Heavenly Dogs? This is the Heavenly Dogs team. No, this is the Akari Warriors team. There you go. This is the Akari Warriors. That's it. it is the Akari Warriors They're team. The Akari King, King Cuerno is uh uh Leona mm-hmm. and uh uh he really, Ka- I mean, yeah. Cage. I'm gonna say Cage is Ralph. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Cl- uh Tejano is Clark. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay. There we okay. go. And then what, then what team is uh, Puma? Puma is... Oh, oh. Puma's Kia. Yeah. Goro, or uh, Hernandez is, oh, is Daimon. Yeah. Goro, Daimon. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, ooh. Who's Mundo? Mundo? Benamaru? Yeah. Dang. Doing flips and Dang, it and fits. Yeah. Oh, guys. What's up? Lucha Underground is king of fighters. This is so great. No wonder Mexicans love this king of fighters. This is so great. Hey, if you guys don't know, if, like, you live in other parts of the country, if you aren't aware of this, like, the reason that, like, you, you always hear about, like, oh, Mexicans love King of Fighters, it's because they were all part of, like, those Neo Geo machines where it's, like, three or four games in one. Yeah. And so you'd always get that and then, like, you know, some soccer game mm-hmm. and, like, like World Fighters or something. You Baseball know, 2024. Yeah, e- exactly. Like, garbage games or whatever. But they would be in every Mexican food shop. Yep. Everywhere. Every single yep. one. To so, this day. Yep. And so we're uh, we're big fans of King of Fighters being from Southern California. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, so Puma and Cuerno. Uh, Cuerno works really smart and really unique. I thought he had... They, they were talking about the athleticism yeah. of, of Cuerno. He's catching all of Puma's moves and, like, holding them and, like, working the arm and working the leg. And yep. it's what you pointed out before... He works all these parts one by one by one by one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's very cool. I thought that was really great. Yeah. Uh, Puma, di- Puma dives on Tejano and Cage, but they catch him and then toss him in the air oh, for Cuerno to hit a neckbreaker. Oh, God. I thought that was so cool. It was such a wicked looking move. It was really great. Ugh. There's a great standoff outside where Tejano and Cage are protecting uh, Cuerno, who has Puma down, mm-hmm. and then like, like, Puts like a thumb to his throat and like slices across. Damn. I thought that was so fucking sick. I love how much Vampiro hates Conan. Yeah. Striker's so- like, oh, Conan, he's a legend. And Vampiro goes, where? <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks. Anyway. Uh, to the point where it's like kind of awkward. It is. And it's awesome. I oh, think yeah. it's really funny. That's my favorite Vampiro thing. Yep. Uh, Tejano and Cage running interference during the match I thought was really cool. Mundo dives over the top of everyone. Jesus. Like, I thought that was so fucking great. Man, holy shit. He's diving all over the place. Really great. There's a blue thunderbomb by Puma. Yeah. And then Puma misses a 450. 
Turned two German suplexes and a so vertical good. suplex by King Cuerno, who is like one of my favorite guys in Leech Underground. Yeah. He's awesome. It's it's a lot of fun to watch. I I mean, he's he's uh Elijo de Fantasma in, in Mexico. You guys haven't looked him up. But fuck King Cuerno, I think he plays that character so well. He really does. He he has such a good look. Fuck, I I really like Cuerno a lot. Me too. Uh, the match ends where, you know, there's more interference. People are kind of running roughshod. There's stuff going on around the ring and everything. And then Puma hits the 630. That's the end of the match. One, two, three. And then post-match, it's just a breakdown. Everyone yeah. just beats the shit out it's of everyone else. It's a goddamn else. brawl. I liked it. It's good. Uh, really excited for next week. Um, really excited to see where everything goes because we get a trios match between these six guys. It's going to be fun. Dude, I just want to see them all fucking go at it. It's going to be... Oh, God. I want to so see, like, Cage lift Hernandez. Like, mm-hmm. cra- like you know he's going to hit fucking crazy spots with him. Yeah. Especially after watching PWG with uh, with Brian Cage. Oh, he hits a couple God. of crazy moves that are just... Uh, he hits a powerbomb on Biff Busick that, like, made Ugh. my teeth rattle. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And Biff Busick is not a small guy. No. So, it's... I like Cage. I like Brian Cage a lot. So. Me too. Yep. Uh, Brian. Yes. We go back in time to NXT at WrestleMania Access. Yeah. Brian, who's going to win this to be at, to go to WrestleMania? I don't know. I think it might be Balor. <laughs> yeah. I remember how good Balor looked in that uh, Battle Royal that uh, already happened. <laughs> I I mean... I don't know what happened there. I, I think it was just poor timing. Things couldn't get together fast enough. It, it really bummed me out because it could have been really great. And it ended up being like, well, I already know what this is. Yeah, and, and the thing that I'm con- confused about is they also had, like, a match inside of the S- San Jose State University, like... That's the one that I wanted to see! And that, and yeah, and then that wasn't the one that they showed. Nope. So, are they going to show it, or was that just sort of like a, uh... I think it was like a, a house, house show. show. In front of that big of a crowd? Yep. I would rather have seen that than the WrestleMania Access show, which I was really disappointed by. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me, though. Um... So it's Neville, oh, you get recap of early rounds of mm-hmm. this tournament that obviously we're not supposed to care about because they gloss over the early rounds of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, Neville and Atami. Neville kind of gets hot at the crowd. Yeah. What was that? Uh-huh. I think somebody said something, but I didn't hear what it was. Um, Atami's in control after a bunch of kicks. Neville really slows it down and controls the match, which I thought was interesting for him. Yeah. He's headlock heavy and, and rest hold, and, and that's not typically how he wrestles. No. So uh, I like that. It's different. He's putting over Atami because obviously yeah. of what ended up happening. Yep. Atami rallies and locks in a dragon sleeper. Yeah. He locks in a sleeper and then a dragon sleeper, which he should use. He should. I think he should use the I think his finish should be what Balor was trying to use for a finish, which is like that lifting reverse DDT. Mm-hmm. I think what Atami should use for a finish is a dragon sleeper and a dra- like a re- a, like a lifting reverse DDT. If he does a dragon sleeper and wrenches it in and wrenches it in and wrenches it in and then hits that lifting reverse DDT out of it, That'd be cool. I think that would be sick and it would fit his style really well. It definitely would, yeah. Boom. Just came up with that. Yep. That's what's up. Yo. Uh, uh, super kick kills Atami Jesus. when he goes for this running corner drop kick, but then uh, there's a red arrow that misses. It's the roll through into the corner drop kick into that single leg, which I don't like as a finish, but whatever. Um, Atami moves on to the next round. Next we get Breeze and Balor. Uh, Balor taunts Breeze by doing his pose in the corner. And then did you notice this? Just before he hops down, he throws a two-sweet. He did? Yep. Oh, I didn't see that. He threw a two-sweet just before he hopped down. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, Breeze is in control, and he's yelling at the ref. The ref keeps, like, touching him, and he just keeps yelling, don't touch me. I love and, it. And the crowd's super into it. And I he, love... He also locks in a headlock, mm-hmm. and he keeps yelling, please ask him. I love I love Breeze as a heel. He's so good. He plays his character so well. He's yelling and, like... Getting in the ref's face, playing yep. dirty, yep. like, I I love a heel like that. Yep. Uh, so I think that's cool. Uh, Balor hits a flurry, hits a sling blade, hits a corner drop kick, and hits coup de, coup de gras. Oh, yep. Um, and that that's the end, so it's going to be Balor and Atami in the main event. We get a uh, Dana Book promo. Dana Brooke? Dana Brooke? Is that her name? I think so. She's going to be, she can be your Wonder Woman. She's yeah. going to be on NXT soon, huh. and she sounds like Coupon Susie. All right. Guys, go on YouTube and check out Coupon Susie and then listen to a Dana Brooke promo and go, oh, how unfortunate. I'm going to have to do that. Yep. Coupon Susie. <laughs> Next, you get an NXT San Jose promo where you see uh, Itami hit the GTS and all that stuff. It's like, oh, we did it. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, here's my negativity around NXT. I was thinking about this during this promo. Yeah. It was everyone coming out and cutting promos and going, this is the place to be. 
This is where we should be. This is the number one wrestling in the world. This is the place. I feel like you're, I feel like we're all getting duped by hook or by crook. Hmm. They're, they're, they're telling us what they want us to hear so that way we go, yeah! And I don't want to be that guy. I don't, you know, you have to, you have to be one step ahead. Right. And I feel like everyone coming out, cutting a promo explicitly saying this is the place to be, makes me weary about it. Hmm. What, are you afraid that it's like... I think that they're trying to just give you what you think you want, but still in the style that they want to do. Huh. All I'm saying is I saw that and I thought I should demand more from this. That's a very I should point. hold this to a higher standard now. Yeah. If they keep saying this is the place to be, this is the yeah. place to be, and then I'm getting, uh, you know, a squash match or something. I know it's developmental. Yeah. But now they're not saying it's developmental. Now they're saying this is the place to be, this is the place to be, this is the place to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like it should be held to a higher standard. If you disagree... Let us know. Go home show at mega64.com or tweet at us at go home show. Or if you're listening on YouTube, write in the comments below. Yeah. Like, I want to discuss this. I want to know what you guys think about that. Cause I watched that promo and it kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. I didn't. Cause I really like NXT a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot, a lot. But when you have all the indie darling guys, cause that's who did it. Steen. Yeah. Uh, uh Generico. Haha, <laughs> right? Those are their indie names. Right. Which is what they're trying to do. Right. Come out and say, guys, this is it, and you're all great, and we're great, and mm. this is the place. I feel like we're getting a watered down indie product, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of what is supposed to be, you know, New Japan, I feel like is hotter than this. Yeah. And, 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 and Lucha Underground, I have more fun watching. Mm hmm. So when they're saying, this is the place, this is the place, this is the yeah. place, I feel like they're, it's not necessarily like NXT is being built up, but other things are being knocked down. And that kind of makes me go, oh, I didn't, okay, all right, I want to look at this a little bit differently. You, you, a, a, a little more, a little less fan servicey and a little more critically is how I'm going to look at it. I, I think you make a really good point because I was thinking about that too in the terms of like Triple H is really trying to push it as its own brand. Yeah, oh, it's the alternative. It's the alternative. And that's the other, that's the and, thing that originally got this ball rolling in my head Yeah, is don't listen to them when they say this is the alternative. Right. Because that's bullshit. Yeah. That, that, that in itself is bullshit because it's under the umbrella. Mm-hmm. That's like saying SmackDown's the alternative. Right. It's not. It's not the alternative. It was no. when there was like a brand split and these things were run separately and all this stuff. But even then, it wasn't really an alternative. No, it wasn't. Because that's like going, oh, that's, oh, yeah, Coke and Coke Zero. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with a slightly different flavor, but it's the same company putting it out. Right. So I think you just have to think of it more critically than going like, yeah, this is the place, indie guys. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because they've they've been so much about how it's the future is now and the fu- yep. this is the future. And, and now it's like, okay, so if it's not a developmental uh-huh. and it's not a main show, so... Are we just gonna? What are, what are we supposed to expect? From exactly that? because they keep going. It's the alternative. Oh, it's different. This is the place to be. Why did Adrian never leave? Why did Lucha under, Why did Lucha Dragons leave? Yeah. If this is the place to be, why go? So I don't know. That's just my outside way of thinking. Mm-hmm. If that rubbed you the wrong way, let us know. Please I do. Yeah. I didn't want it to, but I'm very curious about what you guys think yeah, of this. That's definitely got me thinking. Because I, I really I really think they're trying to pull a fast one, mm-hmm. and, and I want everyone to try to be aware of what's going on, I guess. I'd like to hope that they're not, because I feel, mm-hmm. and, and, and maybe I'm just a, uh, a, a loyalist, I don't know. Uh-huh. I feel like Triple H is never going to be the type of person who puts out a prod- product that is just... Um, you know, lacks that isn't very. I don't think it's gonna lack, but I think it's cool for the sake of being cool and not for being something that really is anything. Mm. It's the way he comes out and gets like the you know he gets like the cool pop. He does suck it in the middle of his match. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's that. So I think that that's what he's like. That mm. that's what NXT is kind of edging towards. And again, if I'm way off base and you guys think I'm wrong, let me know. But I just see it as something. Not as what it's being marketed as. They're mark. Hmm. You have to understand that, like, how it's marketed to you is because they're trying to sell it to you the way they think you want it to be. Yeah, because if you think about it, you have somebody like Adrian Neville, uh-huh. or you have like um, Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. who are NXT home. Uh, they're not homegrown, but yeah. they they are indie grown stars yeah. who then get acquired by WWE, and then you have that sort of like awareness now that nxc is around and you'll hear it in in like raw yeah and and like smackdown chants so you'll hear nxt chants right so it's like it's like they've created a a kind of like you're seeing an indie sort of product yep 
so that you can get behind these people so when we bring them in, we don't have to work as hard to get them over on the main show. Mm-hmm. Which which is any which I don't even have a problem with that. I just don't want them to if they're gonna say this is the place to be, this is the alternative, then why are people still getting called up to Raw? Yeah. Well, I mean, because that's televised, that's... Right, then yeah. why call this the alternative, yeah. this is the place to be? So either televise NXT or don't call it that, is what you're saying. I guess so. I just I just okay. think the way it's being marketed, you have to be aware of that. That's it. That's all I'm saying. That's a really good point. Uh, main event, Atami versus Balor. This match is really snug and has some really cool sequencing at yeah. the beginning. These guys work fast. They know each other. Well, and they yeah. work fast. And it's fun. Yep. And it's stiff. And uh, it's Really good. cool. It's great. There's lots of kicks, lots of reversals, lots of rallies. It's just really tight, fast, and loud. Yep, lots of technical wrestling, yep. good high-flying, a little bit of you know kicks, a little bit of punches. I just feel like everything kind of hits hard. It's loud when they hit the mat. Everything came together in this match, and I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy has that fighting spirit. He kind of starts making his comeback. There's the cannonball drop kick or the delayed drop kick, whatever you call it, in the corner. Uh, I really like that. Uh, the single leg gets like... You know, he goes for like that single leg drop kick, and then there's a miss and a back and forth, and hits the sling blade by uh, Balor. Yeah, and then the corner drop kick, and he's gonna hit the GTS. Oh no! And it's teased; he doesn't hit the GTS. Yeah, um, but he does hit the single leg kick uh, and eliminates Balor. And now Hideo Itami gets his WrestleMania moment. Yeah, they must see a lot in him if they're sending him to WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and then having the little package they had right after. I thought that video package. That's the other thing we could talk about the the video package right after that was really cool. It was. Especially having him... What, what I thought was really creative about that, and this is what I always have... And, and we will pr- sing the praises of WWE promo writers uh-huh. all day long. Because they know how to build a promo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really cool to have him at WrestleMania meet with Seth Rollins, who we all know now. Uh-huh. And they all uh, and understanding how wrestling is, you all knew that he knew he was going to be World Heavyweight Champion that night. Yep. Talking to Hideo Itami about how it took him three years to get there, yep. but Itami is six there months. six months. Yep. So if that's not a push, then I don't know what the fuck that is. Going up to Henry, going up to Albert, going up to you know all the big names that that, that have been around for twenty plus years, and then the new big guy. Like pay attention to that kind of stuff. They they write these promos so well, and that's what's cool about having NXT positioned the way that it is. Mm-hmm. You can have somebody like I read somewhere, um, and I don't, I can't remember where, but I I, I was reading somewhere uh, uh, a fan was writing about how Sami Zayn has the potential to kind of like push into the WWE the same way John Cena did um, with this like US. I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, like, oh, you got you know, if he brings him in. The, the way that Cena came in with the open challenge and everything, it's like, okay, yeah, I could see that happening, maybe. Yeah, and the best part about it is, yeah, he got the NXT title, now he's on the main roster, but you now have the backlog footage to give him a weight, so yep. you don't have to give it, like, that stupid, like, squash match after squash match yep. after squash match. Yep. So, I don't know, NXT, it's interesting, and uh, I'm curious about what you guys think about it after what we just talked about. Yeah. If we're way off base... Let us know. Let us know. Go home show at make64.com. Uh, Tweet at us. Yeah, or just write in the comments of YouTube because that's the easiest way that we communicate with yeah. you guys. It's actually a lot of fun. I like when people, Me too. Yeah. I like when people uh, go on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Eric Bedour, and uh, of we have that there. Page. You fucking, you fucking rat. Okay. I'm the rat. It's Raw. <laughs> Raw is London. It's the, light, London. it's the lights and the lights and on the beat. Let me show them in my arms and the song on the beat. We'll find the answers in the lame bang step. Oh, well, you're right. You know what? Um, that's too old. Tonight is the night. It's the night where Cena comes out and he says, Hey, London. Yay. Hey, O2 Arena. Yay. Yay. You guys deserve a WrestleMania. Yay. You guys should really have a WrestleMania. Yay. I really love this crowd. Yay. <laughs> and then he, I'm a face, I'm a face, I'm a face, I'm a face, I'm a face. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I'm a face. I'm a face. Bad News Barrett comes out. You're a heel. Like what? I don't. What the fuck was the point of this? Here, here's what I was. Here's what I realized. I was talking to somebody at my at my work today because uh, apparently I was up in uh, in L.A. this Saturday. So um, yeah, watching a Dragon Ball Z movie like yeah. a cool badass. Yeah, like everybody in Japan. Uh-huh. Um, J- yeah, just like hey, everyone in Japan. Well, you know what? You're right because I saw it before everybody in Japan. Oh, yeah, Dragon Ball Z Resurrection. Rapongi Vice. Check that shit out. 
Anyway, uh, so I wasn't there, but apparently on Saturday, Booyaka Booyaka 691, I'm fucked up, 619, was <laughs> was at uh, at my work, uh-huh. and I was talking to somebody about how John Cena has managed to somehow play a face to a certain demographic, uh-huh. but play a heel to an entirely different demographic yeah. at the same time. Yep. And, and like, if you don't give him recognition for that... But I, it doesn't... But this promo doesn't make sense with that because the whole thing was supposed to be a face promo mm-hmm. for everyone in London. Right. But then they brought out the guy from England mm-hmm. and they had him cut a promo saying, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I'm going to take that title in the greatest country in the world. Right. I, okay. So the rest... So John Cena's whole promo... Mm-hmm. It was fucking pointless. But see, here here's where it is. For the kids, they hear him being a face, being a face, being a face, and they go, yay! They don't care that he says England should get a WrestleMania? Of course, but maybe they don't care in terms of, like, substantially they don't care, but they they hear him fighting for that country to get a WrestleMania. You know what I mean? You, you just hear people cheer after John Cena says stuff and you go, he's a good guy? For kids who don't get it, yeah. But for adults, we get it and we go, and and that's why you hear deep vo- deep boos and high pitched cheers. Like, pay attention to these promos when you hear like the I, cheers. I, I always get it, kids. but it just doesn't make any sense to have him come out and say England's great, England's great, England's great, and then have Wade Barrett, who's from England, come out and go, England's the greatest country in the world. Yeah, but I think you know you've had him the past two weeks go against faces. Two or no, th- well, I mean, not Stardust, Stardust. is a heel. He's, but, he's been, so that's two heels and a face. Yeah. So I either way, I think I think that's what I mean. It's like in a way he's skating the line of being both. I guess it didn't. I I can see it last week. It doesn't make any fucking sense this week. It yeah. doesn't make well, any sense. Hey, a lot of Raw didn't make sense in well, this way. Yeah, I was gonna say when Raw goes to England, it but, doesn't. But I did. That's a note that I had in here, and I was gonna get to later, but I'll get to it now. They present Raw from certain places or at certain times. As wacky and this doesn't count. Yeah. Raw after WrestleMania, wacky and doesn't count. Right. Raw in England, wacky and doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Raw in Montreal or Toronto, wacky and doesn't count. Yeah. There are certain cities where it's like, oh, these fans, isn't that crazy, King? And he goes, whoa, this universe. Yeah. Like, they, they've they figured you out. That's it. Yeah. That's it. They figured you out. Yep. They play to their audience and they're smart. Uh, the whole crowd is against John Cena except one mic'd up John Cena fan. Yeah, what the hell? Cena sucks. Let's go Cena. He had to be American too. That accent didn't sound British. No. It was one American guy who went, US champion. It's <laughs> so, so fucking funny. But I love that he defends it every yep. week. Uh, Bad News Barrett gets his shit in. Yeah, he yeah, he gets he gets the knees to the uh, when he's locked up in the ropes and the running boot hits the cactus jack elbow and then John Cena hits a Kalisto s cross body off the top rope. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Cena hits his favorite spot of getting tossed into ring steps and they explode. Oh, they explode. He gets to just run into him and push him and go. Bah! Uh, AA gets reversed into winds of change. Uh, there's a Big Daddy reference. Who's a, a old timey London like an, like an not a London an England wrestler, uh, big old fat guy. Not the Adam Sandler. But. No, uh, that that's what the reference was for. He's like, it's like Big Daddy got back in the ring. This is like back in the seventies or eighties, like old school big old fat wrestler named Big Daddy. Yeah, go look, go up. Google it, go Google it because that's a real thing. Uh, tornado suplex. Fucking looks sick. Oh, uh, that was really cool, right? It's not yeah. the first time he's done it. I really yeah. like it, and then it gets re- reversed into an STF. Uh, I really like that there's just a sign that says pork. There there really is. Yep. Wasteland, kick out. Oh. AA, kick out. What? Finishers don't matter. Uh, AA, reversal into bullhammer. Yay! Kick out. Uh. Finishers don't matter. Not in John Cena matches. No. Springboard centered to the AA, post-match. Uh, uh, Lana comes out and cuts a promo, gets a big cheer, and then Rusev jumps Cena, and there's going to be a Russian chain match. Ooh. Don't really care. Uh, Divas Battle Royal. Yay! Hey, Nikki Bella. What up? Tell John to come on the show. Uh, you can be on the show, too. Um, you're so uh, gorgeous, it makes my head explode. <laughs> I, uh, whoa. Well, you can look, but you can't touch. You can look, but you can't touch. Hey, Ryan. Yeah? Primo! Primo! <laughs> Uh, 
So in this battle royal, the Bellas rule on commentary. Yeah, yeah they they're just like took over the they, fucking hey, commentators. Hey, you know what? All wrestlers should do that. Fuck them. I love it. Talk, Jer- talk on top of every. They have nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Jericho used to do that shit. Yep. Talk on top of Michael Cole. Talk on top of JBL. Talk to each other the whole match. Fuck the commentators. It was great. It was awesome. If you knocked the Bellas for this performance, fuck you. They were so good here. They were so good. Nikki was so on point when they're like, hey, who would you like to face it for for the yeah. Davis Championship? Rosa, Rosa Mendez. <laughs> what a bitch! What a fucking bitch! It's like, yeah, well, we know she doesn't actually wrestle. They both said fuck. they both said Rosa Mendez and then went, nah, just kidding. Like <laughs> Hey, Rosa Mendez is going to get fucking fired. Oh, God. Get Hey, I'll bet you money right now, Rosa Mendez, best of luck on your future endeavors within the next six months. If she wasn't on Total Divas, I would... I'll uh, bet you right, right. now. I would you want to bet five bucks? Five bucks. Me and Brian just... Listen. Me and Brian are shaking hands on it. Five bucks. Five bucks. Rosa Mendez out by... What is it? Eight, it's April... May, June, July, August, September, October. October 14th. Somebody set an alarm right now. Set an alarm. October 14th. Wait. It's Wednesday. October 15th of this year. Mm-hmm. And let us know. if Rosa, Remind us. Say, hey, is Rosa Mendes fired? Yep. Tweet I, at us then. Yeah. I don't think she will be. I, I do. Five bucks. I'm making five fucking dollars. Let's put it on there. Yep. Uh, Naomi versus Paige uh, is the uh, end of this match, and Paige wins. Well, why? Yeah, I. Really you could have did. elevated a new diva here. Yeah, I really thought okay. Naomi was it, in. I, me too. I thought that's what it was all leading up to. Then Paige cuts a promo. This is her house. Naomi jumps Paige. What? Now I'm into it. I take back everything I just said. Yep. You've just elevated a new diva. Yep. I'm so excited. But but. Uh, hey, Naomi cuts a promo later tonight. We'll go over it in a little while. It's fucking good. It is. It's fantastic. Good for her. Good for Naomi. There's a Bray promo where he's the new face of fear. I, wait. Hey, he doesn't wrestle. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. I genuinely... Like, I like Bray Wyatt. You're not doing anything with him. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't. I genuinely don't. Uh, you, you've squandered so much of him, I, I, it's hard for me to give a shit. Good point. I feel the same way about Ambrose. I like Ambrose. He's yeah. so squandered. I don't... It's, oh, yeah. It's they're, hard to They're not working him right. Um... Lucha Dragons versus the Ascension. There's a hot tag to Kalisto and a Salida del Sol to the Centon. Um, that, that's it. Lucha Dragons are over. I, I mean, the crowd loves them. They Lucha, Lucha. They like everyone does that. Kalisto does all sorts of flips and shit. Everyone loves it. Yeah, that it's cool. It. Yep. Reigns promo. Booker T hosts the Reigns promo. Suplex City. Yeah, I went to Suplex City, and, I and then the I woke day. up and I'm hurting, but I'm but, mentally strong. But I'm strong. Big Show interrupts. Thank you, Big Show chance. <laughs> hey. Roman Reigns is trying to do what The Rock does. Uh, at the end of this promo, he goes, "Yeah, you're, yeah, Big Show, you're a bitch," and and uh, and I believe that. Yep. Hey, you have to establish your catchphrase for a long enough time before you can put pauses and shit in it. Yeah. So hey, I believe that, and that needs to be something that the crowd can chant along with constantly and not just over like a month and a half span where you decided that that's the fucking thing you say but that's okay because this brings up uh the first hashtag of tonight which is uh hashtag bitch show hashtag hey guys uh don't let big show know that that came from us uh that can come from uh anyone else yeah uh because we don't want to get hit by his big old ham hand please don't hit us please do not please don't hit us hashtag bitch show are you gonna hit us i hope not Shit. Uh, Reigns goes to the back, and then he gets jumped by the Big Show. Big Show chokeslams Reigns on a car. If I cared at all, this would have been the part where I go, wow, but god damn it, I've seen them wrestle six fucking times. Brian, I can't do it again. I know. Hey, I'll review this next pay-per-view. I refuse to review that match. Unless it is... Unless something crazy happens, I just know that it's going to be at least three Superman punches and at least one spear. Oh, yeah. The, the, it probably will only be one spear because that move is so, like, protected as, like, no one gets up. Yeah. That's it. Whatever. Orton versus Cesaro. Uh, okay, now, let me know if you heard this. At one point, the commentary was dead silent, but I could hear, like, walkie-talkie. Yeah. Okay, do you heard that, too? I heard something weird. Okay, the commentary was super quiet, 
that whole time, mm-hmm. and you could hear like a yeah. There was like weird like yeah. I don't know what that was. I think that was their headset. Oops. I think somebody's headset was up too loud and got picked up hmm. because they were quiet that whole time. Yeah, and then started talking as soon as it was done. Huh. They were getting directions from the back. I'm sure. They like, were. here's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Whoa. That fucking sucks. It does. Yep. Uh, why is Orton super red? Do you notice that? Uh, his he's face was, too much bronzer. His face was like super red. He has a cool know. snake in his in his Tron. <laughs> um, Orton wins by DQ when Kid gets in interfered in the match or whatever. Kane restarts and makes it a handicap match, so it's Kid and Cesaro against Orton. Uh, Kid misses a neckbreaker spot in the crowd chance you fucked up. Sorry. He goes for a shoop sharder. Shoop sharder. Hashtag shoop sharder. He goes for a sharpshooter. Shut up. Fuck you. Stop. Don't no, laugh at me. The first part is... Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I have to piss so bad. God damn it. Because we've been drinking so much beer and I can't laugh because it's going to make me piss. Why? What's wrong with sharder? Fuck sharder. Shut up. What the fuck? God damn it. Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> Uh, Cesaro pulls uh, Cesaro pulls Kid to save from the RKO, and then uh, Kid hits an elbow drop off the top rope, and then Kid gets RKO'd off a springboard, and that's the match. Any other notes from this? I uh, I just I want them to do more with the tag team titles. They try to make it like big and revered, but they don't do enough with it. Eh, uh, but that's always the way it's been. Yeah, yeah. Brian has to piss so fucking bad right so now. So bad. Oh man, Brian, you want to piss while I talk about this next promo? Yeah, because it's a good promo. Okay. Uh, Rollins and Kane have a promo backstage. Rollins says that uh, he wants to face Jamie Noble tonight, but uh, Jamie Noble goes, "By God, I'm Jamie Noble, and I don't want to fight you, Seth Rollins. Don't you think you should fight Kane? Cause Kane, gosh dang, uh, oh Kane said that he did all this and he did it all bad and he did it all wrong in the first place." And then Seth Rollins says, "You're right, Jamie Noble. Jamie, by God, Noble, you are right. And Kane is. This is your fault. And Kane tonight." is the night where you have to go down and lay down and the whole time that you know Jamie Noble is going, bye, Kane, Kane, you got to go out there and you got you to gotta lay down for boy Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is the best for business. You got to do what you got to do. And uh, so that that's that. Uh, next, you get Adam Rose versus Dean Ambrose, um, uh, which is about as relevant as the last promo because it lasts about as long. Uh, he hits Dirty Deeds, and then that's the end of the match. Uh, my note here is that SmackDown won't be relevant until it's live. We'll see what Brian has to say about that when he gets back. Hey, Brian. Yeah. What do you think about this? I called it Ambrose. Nice. Because uh, it's uh, both of their names. I the match sucked. Yeah. What? Uh, SmackDown won't be relevant until it's live. Mm-mm. What do you think about that? I think that's a very good point. Thank you. Because you're you're putting on a show that doesn't have any sort of immediate response from people tweeting and talking about it, and it's such a community-based show now, Yep. or at least they try to hype it as being yep. that, that they that it's not going to matter until it's live. Yep, I agree. Uh, Kane and Big Show promo. That is so long. Oh, God. Um, Stardust versus Fondango. Stardust hits a disaster kick and it's over. Fondango cuts a promo. He dumps Rosa Mendez and he dances with the, with the people. He Fondangoing. He's a face? I guess so. Hey, Try it. Hey, you know what? They they tried to do this new gimmick. It didn't work. Now they're going back to the old one. Hey, it got a it, huge face ha- pop. Yep, exactly. He's face now. Go That's for fine. it. Uh, Kane and Daniel Bryan promo. That's weird because didn't he break Daniel Bryan's neck? Okay. Yeah. And then they kind of mention it. Yep. Uh, Rollins versus Kane. Kane's going to fight. He's disrobing. And the whole, se- the whole time Seth Rollins is gone. So that's serious, Kane. Just lay down. So that's serious. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um... Kane goes back and forth on if he's going to fight. If he's not, he chokeslams Seth Rollins, and then he lays down and pulls Seth Rollins on top of him. I thought that was funny. That was funny. Yep. That was good. So, okay. All right. He, he did what's right, but he got his little revenge or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Miz versus Miz Dow with Summer Rae. Um, there's a big disrobing sequence. I love that you hear both. Like, they both use the same entrance to music. Yep. That, that to me, is is... Some of the best comedy wrestling they have right now, but they kind of they don't bill it like it's comedy. Wrestling. I think it's all going to change at the next pay per view. Yeah, I think I think Sandow is going to go back to being Sandow. Me too. That's I what hope I think. so. Uh, there's a GI Bro reference Jesus. in this match. Yeah, there is. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, Mizdow Mizdow wins with a roll up, and then uh, Summer Rae cu- uh, kisses uh, Damian Mizdow. Ooh. Sorry to our friend Meg. Who's still in love with uh, Damien Sandow? Yo, what's up, Meg? Sorry, Meg. You do good art, but you, you, you hey, but you can't have Damien. Sorry, he belongs to the people. Yeah. Into summer, primetime players promo. Hey, 
I really like this promo. Me too. The, where he's he brings up the bear and it's supposed to be Torito, and then Darren Young goes, "Oh, rainbow, my favorite color." And then it's quiet for a second, and the crowd cracks up. Yep, they're that they're they're like legitimately funny, and Titus O'Neil can like improv. Yeah, these two have been getting my time. I want one of those shirts. Oh, primetime player shirts are awesome. Those are really cool shirts. Yep. And I really enjoy the two's chemistry. I'm really glad they're back together. And I'm glad that they're back together as a face. Yep. Because as heels, they were good. But I think, like... They're, they're great. They, they, they have a channelable thing of millions of dollars mm-hmm. and everything. I think mm-hmm. they have a cool theme song. I think they have a good look. Yep. And and I think Titus O'Neil's barking thing is yep. a thing that gets over with the crowd. They're, they're built to be chanted along with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they could have some really cool matches with Cesaro and Kid. I, I agree, it. and I think that they're, they are what they, I'm sorry, let me rephrase this. The primetime players are what WWE wishes the Usos could be right now. That's interesting. There you go. That's like, interesting. Yeah. Charismatic. Mm-hmm. At all. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, I think Tuso is out with an injury. Yeah, he so, messed so, up his knee or something. Yeah, so Unoso is alone by himself for six months. Mm. Uh, he's alone, so we'll see how he does. Yes. Slamadunku. Uh, right, <laughs> right back versus uh, Luke Harper. Super kick into the Gator roll. I really liked that. Was really cool. And then there's just a DQ where Harper tosses like the top of a table to Ryback. That's... But the only point of this match mm-hmm. was to have Ambrose come down and attack Harper. Oh, hey, they have like a little program going. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. Hey, that's fucking something. Yeah. I'm into it. Why yeah. not? Especially because we were saying earlier, squandering uh, a talent like Ambrose. Yep. These two have worked together before. Put them in a program together, and it starts at WrestleMania, so it's a big deal. Yep. There you go. I love it. Um, Naomi cuts a promo here. It's a really good promo. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good. And then I wrote halfway through, is she supposed to be a heel? Because everything she was saying was true. Yeah. And I'm rooting for her now. Yeah. So I think it was kind of one of those things where you, I, I mean, I don't think she's supposed to be a heel, but I think it's one of those things where it's like she reached her, bre- her breaking point. I don't I guess. know. I don't know. Because yeah. whatever it is, as long as they're giving her time and giving her a, a solid push, yeah. man, she is a really athletic person, and she is actually pretty good yep. at wrestling. So push her. Uh, little Little Caesars Pizza. Little Caesars Pizza has Little Caesars trivia. Brian, who's the who has the most five dollar pizza of any of the pizza? Little Caesars. Little Caesars. Come on, get a pizza. Subway. Dolph Ziggler versus who? It's an open challenge. Adrian Neville. What? Cool fucking match. Yes. That... Cool fucking match. Oh, this hey, is... Hey, Dolph Ziggler sells the best out of everyone mm-hmm. until Adrian Neville. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This um, is the match of the night, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, because Dolph Ziggler hits a DDT on Adrian Neville where he gets lawn darted. Was... And the crowd, like, doesn't... Like, they think he's dead. They I... don't know what to do. I lost... I, I lost my shit... Three times in this match because yep. of the spots they they did. There's a top rope moonsault to the outside by Adrian Neville. So now he has Dolph Ziggler down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he jumps up on a barricade and does a 450 from the barricade to the floor. And the crowd doesn't know what the fuck to do. I didn't know what to do. Adrian Neville has such a good showing in each one of these matches, pulling out different things every time that people are just like so into this. Uh, he goes for the red arrow, but he misses. He does the shooting star into the roll through. He goes for a shoulder charge and misses. And then there's a zigzag. Post-match, Dolph Ziggler's gonna, like, give it up to Adrian Neville. Hey, way to go, slugger, whatever. Good job, but then, But then it's a shameful thing, Lobster Head. Uh, Sheamus comes in and takes off both of their heads yep. with brogue kicks. And then he stands on the um, the table. table. He doesn't yell fella anymore. Which I'm happy about. He, he yells, like, cowboy to a glory. He yells something. His fucking beard, we talked about this for so long... His fucking beard looks so dumb because it. it's so short. I love it. Ugh. It's so shitty now, but Eric pointed out that when it grows out, it's going to look cool. Dude, when it gets long, it's going to look fucking crazy. Because if Here's you... the problem. It doesn't look long. Uh-uh. And the, Hey, here's what it looks like. Uh-huh. You know when the, you have a puppy with long hair <laughs> and then the puppy goes to get a drink of water yeah. and then all of its hair around its mouth gets yeah. all matted down and then it kind of like hops around because it's just a puppy? Mm-hmm. That's what Seamus fucking looks like. It's true. Seamus looks like a dumbass wet puppy. It's the, it, it is the worst facial hair to, yep. to have right now, mm-hmm. which is great because he's supposed to be hated. Yep. And when it grows in, it's going to look so good. It's going to look mean. It's going to look cool. I love his look right now because it is something 
totally different than what he's doing. Yep. Eric pointed out he finally actually looks like a Celtic warrior. He does. His his look actually looks like Celtic warrior. And he's like reinvigorated and uh, and energized, and he seems like he's going to be fun to watch again instead of this like tricky. Tricky little like ah, I'm gonna poke at you, make fella, jokes, uh, fella. fella. Ooh, I'm I'm like a leprechaun. I got hijinks, fella, and and, uh, and japes for you to to, to fall Hi-jinks. into. Hashtag hijinks and japes. There you go, fella, fella. Uh, Brian, mm-hmm. we have the main event. Your main event match of the evening is Ziggler versus Neville because what we have now is a promo between Orton and Rollins. But don't worry, Rollins. Has a recliner. It's the extreme decision. What will the, what will the, uh, what will the stipulations be? Oh, by the way, I guess we should have mentioned earlier. If Orton won his match, he gets to pick a stipulation. If Rollins wins his match, he gets to pick a stipulation for their match. They we both. did. We didn't mention that because I. Who, I okay. would assume you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, Rollins comes out with J and J Security or M and N, whichever. Yeah. Mostly M and N. Uh. Rollins has a seat in a giant recliner, and then they have a seat in uncomfortable boxy chairs, which I thought was so funny. It's so funny. Rollins cuts a whole promo from the chair. It's Orton comes out. They're going to pick stipulations. Here's what I tell Brian. Brian, it's going to be some kind of stupid thing, mm-hmm. and then a cage match. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to be. Here's what it should be. And this is brilliant. It should be no DQ, but it should be a gauntlet match. Yep. So Randy Orton would come out and say, it's no DQ. Whatever. I'm going to use tables and chairs, and I'm going to beat the hell out of you, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins should have said, okay, in order to get to me, you have to go through like three or four other people. He should have to go through, like Randy Orton should have to go through J&J Security. He should have to go through Kane. Yep. And then like, one other heel person mm-hmm. in order to get to Seth Rollins. Like Rusev. Yeah. Well, he already has a match. That's the thing. You can't have Big Shay, you can't have Rusev. They already have matches. Right. So you have a gauntlet match that sets up like, oh, Randy Orton lost, you know, because Seth Rollins is going to win. But Randy Orton loses mm. because, oh, he had to go through all these other people before facing Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins is, like, too strong when he has that. Right. There you go. Right. So I told Brian it's going to be some kind of thing and then a steel cage match. So, Brian... The RKO is banned. That's Seth Rollins' stipulation. Which is pretty cool. What's uh, Randy Orton's stipulation? It's in the cage. It's a goddamn steel cage match. If you're going to do a cage match, make it be a hell in a cell. This could have been cool, and it's fucking not, and it's really disappointing. So whatever. That's the end of it. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton attacks Seth Rollins and takes out J&J, and then... I, like... I I don't know. It really could have been cool, and it really wasn't. So, that... I don't know. It, I mean, did it bum you out or bum me out? It, it bummed me out because I am so... Cage matches don't mean anything anymore mm-hmm. because they don't isolate the two people in the match. It doesn't matter. It's it, pinfall of submissions. It's, hey, a steel cage match in WWE is a regular match, but also there's just a cage to, so you can't see so good. Yeah, and, and the other thing is I was so... Seth Rollins came out and got in the chair and did all that stuff, and I was just like sitting there looking at Eric going... He's the guy. Yeah. He's so, he's oh, like, he's he's the man. His, his promos are so good, and he's so much fun to watch. His oh, he's so he's he, awesome. He is the top guy in the WWE. Yep. And then to have him just be in a steel cage match, it just bums me out. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. He'll cheat to win, and that'll be it. Yeah. Let's get to a couple emails. Well, okay. what do you think? What do you think of Raw? Raw Raw was uh, better than it, it had been. Not great. Right. It, it's it's how it always is. Yep. It, the first hour and a half are really good. Then there's that like hour in the middle that isn't really good, yep. and then the pick up 45 minutes at the end. Mm-hmm. Email from Ed. Great piece of commentary from Raw. During the match between Cesaro and Randy Orton, Michael Cole said, and I'll try my best to capture his words verbatim, <clears throat> Kid and Cesaro, they're very, uh, good tag team champions. <laughs> Followed by a good 10 or 15 seconds of dead silence. Thanks. Great to have Michael Cole back on commentary. Coal miner for life. Coal miner for life? <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Thanks, buddy. Jimmy V. What up? Please no more Big Show versus Roman Reigns. No more. We're uh, every pay-per-view. I think you know what? Uh he miss it's please, comma. No. Yeah. You know, com- comma. More. Yeah. Big Show versus Roman Reigns. Good. So that yeah. yeah. So we're, so we're getting it. Yeah, we're all okay. yeah, you got it. Right. It's cool. Grammar. I th- uh I think Ziggler is going to be the one who takes the title from Rollins. 
because there was that one match a few months ago, you're already reaching to a point where this will not be true, yep. where Ziggler was about to win and then J&J interfered, and tonight they teased Rollins' uh, Ziggler match, but it got canceled. No, they just knew who you're who your odds-on favorite is and yep. who your hated person is. And there you go. On that. Yeah, who's who's the upper mid-card uh, face? That we all want to get pushed. Dolph Ziggler. Yep. Uh, good, good fucking promo from Naomi. Absolutely agree yep. with you. So the Rollins versus Orton match is going to end with a punt being reversed into Seth Rollins winning or something like that. I, I think there will be interference and you'll think Orton will win and then it'll be a stupid thing and then he'll win. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, yes. Yes, that that is what's going to happen. You're right. Um, please no more Big Show versus Roman Reigns. Uh, you already said that, and again, you forgot all the commas and everything. Last email. Last email that we can get to. This is from our friend Perry Von Vicious. Oh, what's up? A Northern California wrestler. Uh, hope all is well in sunny, uh, in sunny SoCal. Me and my good brothers in the Classic Connection are big fans. Hey, let's give them shouts out. Shouts out, Shout, shouts out to the hashtag 21st century old school of indie wrestling. Uh, you guys can follow. Hey, check out Perry Von Vicious. Yeah. Um, and, and check out the East Bay Pro Wrestling Academy. If you want to check out East Bay Pro Wrestling Academy, it's EBP Wrestling. And if you guys are interested in training, if you're in the North Bay, check it out. Please. Northern California in the Bay Area, 415 Suplex 3 is the phone number. But check them out on Twitter. Come on. Everybody uh, in Sunnyvale. Yeah. Everybody in Livermore. Oh, wow. Check them out. Check them Danville. out. Danville. Dan- Danville. Pleasanton. Brian, Brian's a Northern California expert. Uh, shouts out to the Classic Connections. Perry Von Vicious, at Perry Von Vicious. Levi Shapiro is at Levi Shapiro. Buddy Royale is at Buddy underscore Royale. Idris Jackson is at Iron Idol Idris. That's I-D-R-I-S. And the greatest mind of professional wrestling, Matthew Thiel. I love that name. That's such a good at name. At Thiel. That's M-T-H-E-A-L-L. And Alexander G. Bernard is A-G-B Superior Man on Twitter. Guys, check them out. We actually have a couple of shows up in that area. Yeah. They, they do. You guys should definitely go check them out. On uh, May 15th, they're in King City. In the 16th, they're in Lompoc. In the 17th, they're in Chow Chilla, which is apparently a real name of a place. Uh, Jeff Jarrett is going to be at all Jeff those shows. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett is going to be at all three of those shows. Double J, what's Hell up? Hell yeah. Uh, you're talking, Double J, you must be talking about J E double F J A double R E double T. Fuck off. <laughs> God, I hated that. And then he also says that they have a show uh, on August 9th in Santa Maria. There's a cage match. Also, the show features Jerry the King Lawler. What? How wow. about that? Um, How does that work? Does he is he allowed to? Like, yep. Jerry the King Lawler wrestles indie shows. Isn't that huh. crazy? Yep. So, guys, check out uh, Classic Connection, and again, check out the East Bay Pro Wrestling Academy if you've been uh, thinking about getting some training up north. Uh, Perry Von Vicious, who is uh, familiar with Bailey, I think, uh, yeah, trained and, and, and wrestled with her yeah. for for a while. Uh, so, again, that's East Bay Pro Wrestling what Academy up, at. EBP Wrestling. Uh, check him out. Guys, Brian, we did it. Episode did 56 it. of the Go Home Show. It's in the book. Slam a donkey. Slam a donkey. That's the name of this episode. Yep. How about uh, that? I had a better name for this episode. Oh, what was it? It was, and I have it written down in my notes. Okay. So I didn't forget. Okay. The name of this episode uh-huh. is Rosetta Stone English Version. That was a good dig at Booker T. And also kind of racist. Brian, we did it! Episode 56 of the Go Home Show! Uh, if you guys want to reach us on Twitter, at Go Home Show on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Go Home Show, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, and as always, email gohomeshow at mega64.com. Uh, but if you want to check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Eric Bedour, uh, that's going to be the easiest way for you to, uh, to listen, comment, all that stuff. Uh, Brian! Yes? Uh, uh, parting thoughts, closing words for all the folks listening right now to the show? Yeah, I would like to say that if you aren't listening to the Go Home Show podcast and you listen to this right now, I don't know how you got here, but you need to go home.